Lower to the grave, tell you like it is to your face, she don't play. play. Every chick down for it all, I know that she a boss. No competition, no loss. From the Midwest to the A, autumn got you tuning in, no delay. Ooh, get you right every time. Keep you laughing on a dime. Tell you truth, no lies. So you can live your best life. Cover all topics, no limits. Got some for your mama and your children, no holding back. No gimmicks, coming on strong, get straight to business. Oh, yeah. What she wanna do? Live life, live life. Hey, it's your girl Autumn and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. We've been having some technical difficulties over here on everybody's end, but um, we here. I want to welcome you guys to my, uh, I'm still doing the Living Living Your Dreams or Living My Dreams uh, series. I don't even know what I, the hell I be calling it no more, but whatever. Y'all get, y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I have a very, very, I know I be saying special guests all the time, but no, seriously, y'all. I have a very, very, very special guest. Finally, we've been trying to, you know what I'm saying? We've been trying to link and it's just, it just mm-hmm. hasn't been happening, but finally she's here and I am so happy about this. Before I eat, before you even say anything, I know, listen, if y'all watching, y'all know, well, y'all already know who the hell it is because you've seen the thing. But anyways, I'm going to tell my story anyway. I, when I was building my brand when I first started my podcast and I was like listening to other people's podcasts and I'm like you know all of their like intro music and stuff it just really fit them to a T it was like man they really like somebody really wrote this shit and they really you know it sounds great and it fits their show it fits who they are and I was like you know what I'm about to you know I'm gonna just go ahead and and pay for somebody to to do an intro for me and I reached out to a lot of pe- a lot of people, actually, like I put it on Twitter I, and I did have a couple of people like hit me up about it. I really wasn't feeling what they what they gave me. So something tells me. I, and I'm never on Facebook, y'all. I, y'all know I hate Facebook, but something tells me go on Facebook and put it in one of your sorority groups. So I did that. Uh, one of the sores recommended me to her and the rest is history y'all already know what it is it's your girl great genius yay welcome to the show (laughs) okay crowd okay (laughs) but thank you for having me finally in here finally yes yes so welcome to the show like my let me tell you I'm so damn proud. I'm never changing my intro. I'm so proud of my intro. You you don't even understand. Like, I have talked so much shit about this intro. And people really relate, you know, the intro Mm -hmm. to me. So and we're Mm -hmm. going to we're going to go into that in a little bit. But I just had to get that out first. And then I'm going to have to get it out again. But anyways. (laughs) So how have you been doing? Like, how have you been? I always like to kind of just check in with my guests to see, you know, how the last year or so been going with all the bullshit that's going on. I in this moment, I am great. Last year was (laughs) ass. 
But in this moment, I am so much better than last year, you know. Ups and downs, whole panorama that we just went through. Right. Still. Um, so yeah, I don't I'm good. I'm great. I'm having a you know, good time already. (laughs) Good, good. Well, that's good to hear because you know, people are really struggling. Like I think I tweeted today, like people are really unraveling and they're starting to see the different layers of themselves and they're starting to Mm -hmm. see the different layers of people around them, and it's really shaking things up. Mm-hmm. And and not knowing when we're really going to get back to like or when we're going to get to our new norm. Like mm-hmm. we just don't know. And people are just like fucking losing it. And I get it because I'm like on the edge myself. Like this oh, is like, God. come on, dog. This this is just ridiculous. So yeah. it's, good. it's good to hear that um, that you're doing well. I'm just so happy that you're here. So but look, this is what we going to do. Y'all already know how we do. We're going to go ahead and get the show started off right. So we're going to go ahead and get this award out the way. So it's y'all favorite part of the show is the Shut the Fuck Up Awards. And for those of you who don't know what the Shut the Fuck Up Awards are, it is just a small segment that everybody loves because you could come on here and you could tell a person uh, a, a group of people, a collective, a movement, a, a damn political party. I don't care who it is. You could tell them to shut the fuck up with your whole chest and we're going to hope that they hear it. So I'm going to let you go first. First of all, I don't really get into things like this. I'm going to say this. I'm not political <laughs> at all. So the, 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 what I'm about to say is like not the norm. But the damn government can shut the fuck up with this whole Biden and the IRS going over the six hundred dollars situation. I don't know if you heard about it. Where Wait, what? Six hundred dollars situation? So they're trying to pass. I guess it's a part of the uh, the Biden administration and what he's trying to do. And mind you, I don't have the correct terms, but goddamn it, what I heard it's fine because I be fucking everything up. It's cool. <laughs> But essentially, um, if you have over $600, you know, coming into your bank account, they're going to start monitoring. And I guess the IRS is going to start possibly flagging and stuff like that. And they're just going to start checking, I guess, more frequently to get people who are supposed to be paying the right amount of taxes mm-hmm. to pay them. But all I see is like this. This shit ain't going to work. Like it's because <laughs> one, the IRS, do they have enough employees to do this? No. Absolutely like, check not, everybody. girl. And two, most of the times, like, I feel like it's going to start hitting at the smaller businesses first before it really gets to the, the you know, the bigger uh, moguls or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, y'all really trying to come after like the small, I know what they're trying to do. I know what they're getting at, but I feel like it's, it's just not going to work. And I'm like, y'all just, just shut the hell up. Cause I'm like, I feel like I saw something about this, but I didn't look too deep mm-hmm. into it. So I'm glad you explained it to me. So the IRS, so, Technically, you're supposed to you're supposed to report six hundred dollars, right? Yes. What this says to me is they're just trying to find money at this point. Like they didn't got ran through with these PPP loans. That I don't care how I don't care who you put in jail. Y'all not getting that Mm -hmm. shit back. Nope. So you know what I'm saying. So they're getting ran through with you know. All the other different little types of fraud that's been going on. Hey, I'm honestly, if you can get away with that shit, do it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Like, take all you need as long as you get away with it. But yeah, I saw. I think somebody had tweeted like uh, about Cash App. 
like mm. they were going to start reporting from Cash App. So Cash App probably reached out to them if they're categorized as a business or whatever mm -hmm. and was like, hey, we don't have to we have to report this to the IRS. So, I mean, technically mm. you're supposed to, but I, right. they never really was on it like that. So that's surprising. And you're right. They don't have enough people working for the IRS. Yeah. I it's bad. Like it's just going to be a pain in the butt for the banks, the, you know, day to day entrepreneur. Because, I mean, there's little stuff you can do, like, you know what I'm saying, where I, I'm, I think it's a little dog walking app or like Lyft and little stuff that people do that's not, they don't really got it like that, but they, you know, mm -hmm. they about to start cracking down. It's like, come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. chill. And it's, I mean, it's the wrong thing to be focused on right now, to be honest. But yeah, no, I agree with you, though. They just trying to get some coins back. That's really all it is. That's, they didn't plan it out when they first started paying out these checks and they like, well, we, we got to get back now. Come on. We got to. So, yeah, it sound it sound like a straight uh, uh money hunt. And and the thing is, like. Off of six hundred dollars, like. If they didn't, if the folks didn't offer to pay the taxes on it, do you think it, you know, maybe they ain't got, you know, didn't have it right. to pay the taxes on it? Like it's six hundred damn dollars. Like. Come on, it's gonna be a few dollars off of that. Like who? That's why I feel like the system should have been a little bit higher because you're trying to get the the rich to pay more taxes or pay. You know what I mean? I'm like, then bump yeah, the threshold up, bump it up just for this particular, you know, bill that you're trying to pass. But yeah, that's that's stupid. That's real stupid. But um, so I that, that was a good one though. That was a good one. Um, first of all, I gotta show y'all if you're watching on YouTube. Let me show y'all my new coffee mug. Like it says, how about a nice hot cup of shut the fuck up? Like this is one of my favorite mugs. Now y'all know I have like too many, um, but I had to make myself some tea because my voice was shaky. But anyways, um, let me tell y'all. I always tell a, a little story about my shut the fuck I'll up. So I don't know if you've been having... The, the scammers call you from Xfinity? Oh, no. Okay. So, every day, I get probably at, at least two, between two and three calls from quote-unquote Xfinity. So, they call and they say, you know, they, they're, you can hear everything in the background. It's like really, really loud you know, like worse than a call center, like it's just mm -hmm. loud. And they, they, they have like, they have really thick accents. So you have to like, kind of, you know, ask them to repeat themselves and stuff. And they're like, and you're like, they're like, hi, we're calling from Xfinity. And we need to send an update to your modem so that your internet services will, will continue to work and they won't, you know, nothing will happen to them. And so the first couple of times I just hung up because I knew it wasn't them. I knew it wasn't Xfinity because when Xfinity calls, it says Xfinity. These people are calling from my home area code. Mm. And actually, if you called a number back, it's pro it's probably somebody else's number. Like I've accidentally called back and it was mm -hmm. some random lady. So they're like literally spoofing numbers. But anyways, so they're telling me, you know, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, OK, so well, what do you need me to do? Because now from now on, I feel like I have time because I be pissing them off. 
I'm like, what do you need me to do? And they're like, okay, well, are, are all the lights on your modem working? And I'm like, yeah, everything's, you know, green and the bottom one is, is flashing. And they're like, okay, well, we need you to go into your laptop, get your laptop. And you need to go into, um, basically, basically the command prompt and run, in, um, um, MS um, config and tell them what I have when it when I run that, that script or whatever mm-hmm. and then they're going to say oh yeah so this this and this you know we're we need to take that out we need to basically they're trying to get you to do some shit on your computer and they're right. going to have you go to a website and probably all your shit is going to lock up and you're going to have to pay for to get it unlocked it's definitely a, a scam but what they don't know until I tell them every single time, I worked for Comcast for years as a technical support rep. Oh, they called the wrong one. Every single time. Like I, I, I did it, the, the, what they're doing. First of all, we wouldn't, we're not going to call anybody. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's mm-hmm. something that's messed up, they might send out a mass email or some shit like that. And they're not going to use us to call people call in if they're having an issue. And I, so mm-hmm. I'd be like, um, so y'all can't send a push. Y'all can't send an update directly to the modem through the cable. Like you right. can't like, would it, I, there's nothing that I need to do on the computer for you to send an update to my modem. Like I'm dog. They be so pissed. Like I have gotten hung up on today. The guy told me, um, yeah, you think, you know, everything <laughs> <laughs> girl. He was so mad. They hang up on me every time I, I keep them on. I waste their time. Girl. I keep them on the phone as long as I possibly can. If I ain't doing nothing. And I just need, I just really want to tell them to shut the fuck up because y'all not going to continue to call me and think y'all about to scam me. Like this is ridiculous. Like the scamming is at an all time high. It is ridiculous out here. So Um, it's, it's a lot. The car, I, that's the first time I heard of Xfinity. I hope they don't start coming up here <laughs> like because uh, they already doing the cars they already doing the medicaid medicare yep. whatever yes. and i'm like y'all tripping my work I, phone always get calls for the car warranty mm-hmm. and something else maybe some sort of insurance all the time i mean they gotta get back i guess they gotta get with, get with the need but come on Oh. And not with me. I, and I, I, but, and the, the, the guy today actually asked me, he was like, because uh, so, he was, like I said, he was pissed off. He was like, you think you know everything? He was like, do you work for Comcast? I said, well, you know what? As a matter of fact, I did for years, which is exactly why I know that mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're trying to do has nothing to do with, and he was just so mad. Like they, they will yell. Like they, he was so frustrated. Yeah. Ma'am, I'm just trying to, no. No, you're not. Yeah, I done heard them yell, and I'm like, who would you talk to? But I don't so understand I why just... people don't get rid of your number once they realize they can't sell it to, like, move on. <laughs> and it's the same scam. Like, I, I, it, it really makes me wonder how it works. It's like, are they, like, do they, are they, like, maybe contracting people and giving the people all the same call list because exactly. t- typically you know like with telemarketers and stuff 
the calls are automatic. There's nobody mm -hmm. dialing these numbers. The calls, you know, go out automatically with telemarketing. So mm -hmm. it, it does. It makes me wonder, like, are, does do they just have like this massive list and people are just going down the list and just calling? You know what I mean? Like, right. I, girl, I'd be so over it. But listen, when I got the time, I'm gonna give it to them. Like, I, I'm I'm a waste all, this ten minutes. I'm a waste it because why are you calling me with this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So I'm just trying to get them off the phone ASAP. Like, nah. Right, like not interested. Click. Mm -hmm. Not they call right back too. We they will. You block call? one number. They coming with a new number. It's like, come on, like, but. And it, I and wonder the, how much they get paid to do that though. Like that's my well. Thing. I mean, and that's again. That's why I'd be wondering if it's like a contractors or something. Like, are they like calling? And if it works, like if they get whatever mm -hmm. they get is it theirs and maybe they pay right. a portion to whoever you know what I mean like it does right. you know what I'm about to try to I'm look into that <laughs> and see what they be doing because it's crazy it is so wild they have the exact same script the exact mm -hmm. I mean word for word it's the exact same script and then they ask me you know if what my name was and, and my address and they're saying it because uh, of course they have it because they got you know, whatever shit from Xfinity, uh, it's, it was probably some sort of data breach, you know, back mm -hmm. in, you know, a, a while ago or something. So, of course, they have all of that, but I'm not, I'm not like confirming any of it. I was gotcha. like, well, who did you call? Who <laughs> did you call? <laughs> Girl, it's a mess. So, anyway, they can shut the fuck up, man. Anybody <laughs> affiliated with them, or if y'all, you know what, just scammers in general, like, yeah, scammers that's that's trying to scam black folks. Like all of y'all can shut the fuck up. Like I don't. It just is what it is. But anyways, um, so we have the artist, Gray Genius, here on the Lit Life podcast, and I'm so excited. Like I was telling y'all um earlier today, she is the voice behind my intro she do what she want to do oh everybody love it everybody <laughs> love it and so there was a a, a process which mm -hmm. and I, I've told you know I've told several people because you know when they first heard they're like oh my god this is it I'm like there was a, a a process I was actually surprised by the process because I had this is something that I had never done so okay. I'm just thinking yeah. you know I'm going to just, you know, say, hey, this is this is it. And and so I emailed you and she, and she emailed back and there was like questions, you know, and it's like, hey, you know, basically just around the show itself about mm -hmm. me, um, like very, um, very, you know, detailed questions. So I was like, oh, OK, well, I guess that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that she could really, you know, put together whatever it is she really wants to put together for it. And again, I got it back and I listened to it like the first time. And I was like, let me run this back real quick. <laughs> let me make sure. Right. And I listened to it again. And I'm I'm I, I'm a person that's about lyrics like the beat was fly already. But I be wanting to hear what people have to say. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, she really got me down to a T like she really, really did that shit. 
Thank you. So, Thank you. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to continue to like just hype hype it up like I said I never I don't ever feel like I'm going to um change it. I be low key wanting to like freestyle over it, but I I uh-oh, I know artists like I'm gonna have to get like drunk or something and then just start spitting just turn it on just and see what the hell come out it's gonna be real <laughs> crazy but anyway <laughs> so I tell tell us how you t- tell me when you knew that doing what you do is what you wanted to do so you you sing yep you rap yeah. Do you do like spoken word? I don't. A lot of people think I do, but I don't. Okay. So when when did all of this like click for you? What was first? Let me ask you that. Was it like the singing, the rapping, and how did it come about? Um, I think it was the singing. So I, first of all, I've been doing this for a while, like since I was a kid, a little kid. My pops used to make music. My mom and grandma used to sing at church. So I was always around music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just sing around, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But when it clicked is after I quit, <laughs> to be honest. Because when you quit singing? When I quit, just I'm like, I'm not trying. I'm not doing music anymore. I'm just, you know, go to college, whatever. It is what it is. Um, when I started to just write. Cause it was, th- it was always therapeutic for me. I just started writing and then I started making songs again. And then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like what you doing? You're getting back into it. Like you, and I just couldn't stay away from it. And I realized I'm like, this is what I am supposed to be doing with my life. Like I'm supposed to be an artist. I'm supposed to be expressive and in inter- entertainment. And, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's really when it clicked, like, this is what you're going to be doing. So like, suck it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is like, so, and, okay. And so, at that point, when did you like introduce like um, when did, when did you start rapping? Like, was it around oh, the same I started, time? When I first started singing, I was maybe like five or six, singing Tony Braxton "Unbreak My Heart." That was the first song I remember singing. That's a <sighs> One of those people. <laughs> but rapping, I uh, I made my first song when I was like eleven. In terms of like you know little kids playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but when I'm like start saying I, I want to rap seriously, so around the same time. Um, but in terms of like saying Gray Genius has created this project that was 2012 when I first made my hip hop my first hip hop record, and then okay. I went back to singing and I was like let me just see if I can make an R&B song. Let me just you see if I can write one because that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing to me. Like can I write the record? Like can I do it and see how it comes out? And I've been rolling ever since. Like. That is what's up. So your name, though, tell me about your name. Tell me how you got the name Gray Genius. Yes. So, you know, you go through different names and whatnot. This is not my first name. I'm not saying my first name either, but (laughs) it was terrible. But uh, great to me, you know, (laughs) it was. But um, music and the creation of it, you know, it's not black and white. It's a fusion of things. And I feel like that's the color gray. It's a mixture. Um, and I think it's the genius mm-hmm. to create music. So that's why I just combined it. And I've been, I've been going with it. Grazing. That's, that's, that's unique. I like that. I, I really like that. That's what's up. So you said you came back 2018. Is, is that when, when I, you said you made, you made your first, um, 2012 is when I made my, dropped my first like mixtape. Uh, then 2014, I dropped another one and I took a nice hiatus. And 2018 is when I came back with uh, Late Night's Cool Drinks, which is the last project I dropped. Okay, so 
writing or writing or or creating that first um that your first project how mm-hmm. what was the what was the process like do you remember it like yeah. um I was alongside a group of people who were creating music as well at that time mm-hmm. so we were just feeding off each other but my biggest thing was to get farther like than my pops did um, at the point of time, he didn't, you know, so I had personal drive in, in the sense of like, let me, I got to release a project. I got to release mm-hmm. a project. So in terms of writing it, it was about trying to have the best bars, trying to up myself. It was, I was always trying to compete with my last best song, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. it was mainly about just, just making the best records that I could being, I was still young then. So I, I didn't know too much about the industry, but just making songs, just feeling it like that sound good. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, not yeah. good. I wasn't. I wasn't. Too, I wasn't thinking too much about it. You know. And I Is just it? Went. But do you have like um a, a process like a, a like a thing you do like you, so you know how like some you know like basketball players like you know before they get ready to go out they have this thing that they do do you have like this thing that you do before like say for instance before you like actually go into the booth and not necessarily with writing because you know I'm pretty sure that you can just write at any time but Mm -hmm. like just going in to record the record like is there do you have like a process there it's changed over the years I'll say that. Um, and now I kind of write and record at the same time. And that's that's the biggest thing that changed. I used to just write my songs and then go in and be like, all right. But now that I have my home set up, um, my studio set up at the house, it's kind of a fluid process. So it's not like I'm, I'm turning it up. It's like I turn the beat on and I kind of vibe out. and flow. You know what I mean? I flow it out mm-hmm. and then I might add the words later to it. Uh, so I, it's a better process for me now mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because I could just, I just come up and, and start anytime I feel feel it or whenever you know if I have to clock in and say okay you ain't wrote let's go let's go play with some beats let's go play with, you know some some songs mm-hmm. and yeah because yeah. I know like for me like record like recording like my process has changed like mm-hmm. it, it's it's but the one thing that hasn't changed is it still takes me like I have to I have to like get started like a, a hour early and when I say get started mm-hmm. it's like I gotta make sure everything is set up then I have to sit here and look stupid for a minute then I'd be like oh I forgot this and, you know what I'm saying like I have yeah. to have like this time <laughs> this set of time so that I can make mm-hmm. sure that <laughs> when it's time to get on here that I'm ready to go so right. I, you know I always like to know like what people's creative processes are it's, it's always uh interesting right. so w- so what type of artist would you categorize yourself as? Like, are, are, do you feel like you fit in any specific genre? Because like I said, you sing, you rap. I mean. Primarily, I would say, see, the genre starting to change, too. Um, I can fit in like a lo-fi R&B, R&B, a traditional kind of R&B, uh, melodic hip hop, uh, kind of those that that range. So. I'm trying to think, is there any other, I dabble in pop, mm-hmm. <laughs> not gonna lie, kind of the the alternative, pop-ish, mm-hmm. sad girl, emo type stuff sometimes. Um, so that's the best, <laughs> that's the best definition I could give you because it's, it's kind of fluid, it, but it, it, I would say pop, R&B, hip hop, and then like the, the mini genres that, or the sub genres, I would say that, that fall underneath that. What is out of your, and I know this might be a hard question, but okay. what 
out of out of the collection of music that you have created, do you have a favorite song that you like to perform? Okay, I didn't know if he's gonna say play or perform. Um, my favorite song to perform. Like, what's what's the one song that you just know you gonna like? Is it's yeah. just you gonna feel it? Is gonna every everybody is gonna see exactly what you're feeling through this song. Someone say it's all of them, but uh, <laughs> I told you it's gonna be a hard one. Probably for now, double up. I'll say that. And tell I'll us a little that. bit about what it what what it's about. Double the up, inspira- um, the inspiration behind the song. Which is you said shut the fuck up earlier. So, so telling a nigga that's going through the process of just that breakup, trying to mm-hmm. you know thinking back about how it went, kind of reminiscing over how things went down. And essentially, and this is not necessarily good. People shouldn't do this, but <laughs> drinking, drinking through your pain and drinking through your problems, essentially. So, kind of in that state. I don't know if you ever, you know, been in that space where it's like, man, fucking, and you're drinking and you kind of like, oh, this nigga, and uh, 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 it's kind of that. <laughs> like you just like this some bullshit. I'm about to drink. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So, and let me get this um, shit off my chest. Type of exactly. situation. I love. I would say I love performing that song um, just because most of the time people already got their drinks and we in a vibe and we in a space where it's like, you know, double up, double up. And it kind of play on words, too, with the cups and stuff like that. So drinking in general. So, yeah, that's that's probably one of uh, the favorites so far. So do you remember like your first performance, like like uh, not like at church or anything like that, but maybe like at a venue or um you know anything like that do you remember that like how you felt that day uh very nervous I was my first like show as an artist essentially you mean uh I was like 14 I think or 13 oh I know that had to be nerve-wracking I was nervous but I loved the song that I made and I was proud of it so I'm like y'all gonna get it and I'm thankful that I had to perform in church because I had the, the you know stage presence I wasn't too afraid of performing in the, you know, in the crowds and stuff like that or performing the stage, but yeah, I was nervous. It was, cause I was young. I was probably one of the youngest people uh, performing at that event. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the time everybody with their white tees and, you know, at, that was that era. Yeah, like, white yeah. Music and I'm like, all right, all right, we're just gonna do it. But when I got up there, I didn't even think about none of that other stuff cause I was up there at that right. point. Right, I, you can't I, really I think home. of it at that point. You're like, well, I'm here. Let me go ahead. Right. Do, let me go ahead and do this. <laughs> yeah, I always get a little nervous, but I think that's a good thing. Like, if you ain't got no nerves of what you're doing, and I don't know if you should be doing it, that's just my thing. Like, but just a little bit. It's, it's I'm, I'm used to it now. So you mentioned your dad. Do you get a lot right. of your? Did you get a lot of your influence with music from him? Uh, it was a mix between the the two. I think the rapping that's kind of the first person I seen I said okay that's how I'm supposed to rap in a sense until I found my own uh style if you will mm-hmm. um but I was it was more of a competition I think for me it's like I gotta up I gotta up you I gotta do better than you I gotta mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I gotta show you that I got it and then, you know you sit down like that's that, that was my mentality and I think that's just how hip-hop is it's like you know it's a battle versus like you know, yeah I, <laughs> I was actually uh just talking about um talking about how I didn't like how 
when, you know, like somebody, there's a feature. So mm-hmm. like th- the prime example is um, Renegade by Eminem and mm-hmm. Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And so how people always say, you know, Eminem washed Jay-Z. And I get frustrated with that because I'm like, well, they decided to do the song together. So it wasn't really a competition. But then my homie 12 Kyle schooled me on it and was like, because he's like a huge like hip hop head. Like he's Mm -hmm. like, you can ask him anything about hip hop and he gonna know. Like dates, times, everything. Shout out to 12 Kyle. So what he said was, he was like, Autumn, it's just, it's, it's just, hip-hop like mm-hmm. that's just what hip-hop is and and of course it came from the reference from you know what Nas said in his song or whatever but like he was like it's it's just a part of hip-hop and I I guess mm-hmm. I can understand that because I mean there's always just I get even with the verses and stuff I guess you know what I'm saying like a oh, lot yeah, of these yeah. people are actually cool but mm-hmm. it's really like low-key competition going on there like it, it kind of yeah. comes out especially these recent ones like <laughs> it kind of comes out on stage like oh, okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and one up you so I, I get that so if you could perform mm-hmm. like in your wildest dreams like we gonna we gonna go out on a limb and like it, it could definitely happen but it's a wild dream right 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 who would you like to perform with? Uh, who I want to perform with? Like who? Like who? Like who? Who would you? If if you if you could like join somebody on stage gotcha. for whatever for whatever type of song you know maybe it's your song maybe they're a feature on your song maybe you're a feature on uh-huh. theirs like what would be like the the ultimate like oh my god I cannot believe I just performed with I will probably and I was just talking about this other day probably Missy Missy Elliott I think at least because it's not anybody new that I'm like okay yes I have to perform with you Uh Missy just because of the influence she be turned on stage or says (laughs) like the energy I feel like it would be bananas um, and that's somebody I definitely want to work with still to this day, like still want to work with me. So probably Missy, Missy Elliott. That would, I could see that. I, I could definitely, I would definitely see that. That'd be lit. I, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put that up. We're going to, we're going to put that out in the universe for you because yeah, that would be lit as hell. Boy, I, you would be able to <laughs> shut me up. Y'all see it? I'll be retweeting that shit every, t- every chance I get. Uh, y'all see it. Y'all see it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's definitely going to happen. For sure. For sure. Yes. So, so real, like, what do you think about stand culture? Like, do you, how, how do you feel about this? Like, so, okay. First of all, we all know, because I know some people get irritated with, you know, either being called a stand or calling people a stand because it came from, you know, stand the song by right. Eminem or whatever. And it's right. like pretty damn dark, right? Yeah. But, you know, we take stuff, bring a little light to a laugh about it. Mm-hmm. So now all these all these people who are like just really obsessed with <laughs> with whoever our cause stands mm-hmm. i'm a raheem devon stan everybody knows this. Okay. like i that's I stan do you yeah, hear me yeah. like it's bad 
Like, I think I'm going to get off of here and tweet him and tell him to check his email because, like, he was supposed to be on the show a long time ago. So I'm I'm going to probably do that. That's how much of a stand I am. But I'm not, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ready to Soccer fight stand. Stand. Right. Oh, or, okay, or ready okay. to fight. You know what I mean? Because, you know, people mm-hmm. be ready to fight. So okay. how do you how do you feel about that? Like, do are you a are do you feel like you're a stand of any artist? I don't see the way cancel culture and things are that's that's switching a little bit now. I don't know. If, I don't know if people are true stands anymore. Mm. I don't know. And uh, like, there's people there's people that I love for sure. Like I love Big Crit, but it's not to the point where I know all the details. I just, I mainly love him. Let's just, just you know. Okay, <laughs> just keep it 100. Just like, keep it 100 on the show. That's, but, I, that's what... but I love his music too. He's very inspirational, but, and I actually listen to it, but I love him too. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think because it's just like the clout thing, it, that's kind of like you only really trying to like somebody or saying that you like somebody just to get on or just to, so I don't know if it's, if it's like, like a true, stand them how it used to be but in terms of hmm in terms of just being a stand if you love somebody you love them that's it that's what it is like don't I don't know you can't judge nobody for really like loving an artist or somebody that they you know listen to or care for or something I don't think I don't think that's too bad as long as you're not stalking nobody or trying to beat nobody up or trying to you know what I'm saying and go go crazy for that person I think it's okay to hold them down though in conversation. Like I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. But other than that, I don't think it should get to fighting or or, or nothing like that. Like no crazy over the top stuff. I think right. I think the internet has created a, a a platform for people to just talk sideways. You know, overall, oh, just to talk sideways. So yeah. the so you know, like a lot of the stands when you say something that they don't agree with mm-hmm. they literally I mean like it's it's like you feel like they want to fight like seriously like why why are you this angry it's cool like you said you you know have you have a little back and forth of a, a, a intellectual conversation even if it's kind of like you know not heated but you know a passionate mm-hmm. type of conversation like you know what I'm saying I love Jill Scott like mm-hmm. I feel like it's not a whole lot of people that can do what Jill Scott can do on, mm-hmm. you know, her, her level of, of music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'll go back and forth with you on that. I'm not about to really be like trying to like prove nothing or it, because mm-hmm. ultimately it's my opinion, right? Like I am going to yeah. love whoever I'm going to love, but I just think it's so whack when people just like gang up on you. Like what are, what is wrong I'm with you? Good. I think the only the only thing I can think of where it's that deep is like the beehive. That's the only where mm. it's like you can't say nothing bad about the, don't, the don't, beehive, don't. the barbs as of recently. Oh, I forgot are about really acting a the fool. They kind of I feel like they've been wishing. No, them I don't I don't know nothing about the barbs. I'm saying yeah, <laughs> they've the yeah, they been they've been They've been on it with all this, the recent stuff that's been going on with Nicki Minaj. So, I, you know, it, and it's, it's, I guess it's just kind of weird to see, you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. why, like, are you being paid 
You know what I mean? Like, are you being, mm-hmm. are you being cop? Are you getting compensated for like being mean and nasty to people who have a different opinion, a different opinion about an artist that you love? Again, mm-hmm. I, I always go back to Raheem Devon because people, you know, he's not like this huge artist, right? He's not like, but he's, he's a big enough artist to mm-hmm. where his fan base really, really, really appreciate him. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's just as good as anybody that has gotten a Grammy, but he's never gotten a Grammy. That's right. my opinion. I'm going to stand strong on it, but I'm not mm-hmm. about to f- be angry with anybody who says, oh, I don't fuck with Raheem Devon. Like, okay, nigga. Like, okay, right. You know, like, <laughs> I just think it's just, it's just. It, um, it could be the amount of people that's doing it. And, you know, when somebody say something and somebody else gas somebody up, it's like, all right, you know, like people hop on a bandwagon. Cause I, I actually forgot when you said the Nikki. I said, "Oh yeah, okay, they yeah. exist." It's, but I, I mean, it's serious. Yeah, yeah. People gonna do what they gonna do, but I really think it's just the gas. You know, you start lighting it, and the internet just start popping off. They trolling, cause you know, ain't nobody. I don't think anybody would really say that. All of them, I'll say. There's some people who will really say it to somebody face, like what they talking about on the internet. But it's it's internet internet trash internet talk. and to your point um about like passive fans like there are some people who are like and I, i'm not like judging their their fandom but they're like very wishy-washy about it right it's like mm-hmm. or, or like a lot of the a lot of music that comes out now it's like it 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 doesn't seem to stick. So just like Drake just dropped, you know, his, his situation and Mm -hmm. we're going to hear about it for like two, maybe three weeks strong, like strong, Mm -hmm. but then you're not really going to hear about it anymore. Like you're Mm -hmm. not going to see a tweet, you know, you you know what I'm saying? Like how music used to like really, really stick to us. Like it just, it doesn't seem, it seems like artists have to put out, so much more music if you think about it back in the day like artists wasn't dropping probably you probably ain't gonna get two albums from them in in a year like it's something it just wasn't gonna happen and we just had to wait it it wasn't none getting leaked none of that stuff you just had to wait it out you know what i'm saying it wasn't no internet we just had to wait right how like how does that make you feel like knowing that should you should you live your dream and get to the point of where you know this is this is all that you're doing like Mm -hmm. how do you feel about thinking like you might have to put music out so much like to make sure that it's it's kind of sticking to people or you know just to get you know whatever like the streams Mm -hmm. the you know the the fame whatever it is you need to get right how do you feel about that so it depends on the type of artist for me because I used to be concerned with this I'll be honest but then I had to realize the type of artist that I was and just different examples I think there's still artists who put out music and take breaks you got Kendrick (laughs) for example (laughs) um J. Cole he might put out an album if that um Drake actually takes breaks too he just drops really long projects so versus like you got like Chris Brown who might drop a whole bunch of little songs. You know what I mean? You yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think it's the type of artist that you are with some of the little rap, you know, rappers like Lil Baby or the uh, Baby. Or you know what I'm saying? Like Megan, mm. they might drop EPs, EPs. I, and I think it's the type of fan base. Like if you got the fan base that consumes so much and 
I actually take that back. I feel like it's the artist. It starts with the artist and ends with the artist. If you're feeding, you know, the, the people so much, they're going to be looking for that amount from you, period. But if you space it out, you give it time, let, them, let it soak in, and they actually are your fan or they support you, then they're going to be rocking with you. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Especially if you're still on social media, like Summer Walker, if, for example. I'm going to keep playing her stuff until she drops my music. I'm not going to just stop playing it because to me, it's quality music. Um, and while I'm waiting, I could go play somebody else. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna still go back to it. So it's not a concern of mine. Um, I think it's just how you set yourself up from the beginning, to be honest. Um, okay. All right. So, um, tell us real quick, like, what do you have coming up? What, what, what's your next? Cause, okay. Let me just make sure I'm right. You have what? Three mixtapes. Mm-hmm. You, did you have anything else outside of those? Um, I had a compilation EP back in the day. Um, and there's some singles that I dropped. Definitely. I okay. dropped uh, Open and Waiting uh, last year. Um, and coming up, I am about to be dropping my next single, or my first single for this year called Mine. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to just be dropping more music and getting back into a nice rhythm um, since I kind of got my feet back grounded from from the panorama all this you know the pandemic and all this stuff kind of get back into emotion so I'm yeah. excited excited well that's what's up it's really good to um see you back because I know like when we were trying to schedule before you were like I'm just not I'm not ready no, to, to do no interview <laughs> I'm thinking to myself like well we just gonna talk a little bit but yeah. I get it you know what I'm saying like I, I truly get it like sometimes you really have to be like in the right headspace to yeah. to make sure that you're you know getting out everything that you want and so when mm-hmm. do, when does this um when does this single drop October 24th yes okay. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be back out here, back in the street. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to hear it. I am so, so excited to hear it. So, like, I want you to, uh, first of all, I, I just want to thank, this has been great. This has been, Aww. like, wonderful. I am just, like, I'm so glad that you are finally on here. And just know that you can come back whenever you want. We don't We don't even necessarily have to talk about music. Like, you can come okay. back as a guest. We could just you know, shoot the shit, talk about whatever it, uh, whatever is on your mind. It don't matter. Um, (laughs) um, but, um, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And, but before I have you give out, you know, your information and how to, um, how to reach you, I want to let everybody know, uh, y'all already know what it is. I have to do my podcast happy hour announcement. (sighs) This, let's see, by the time you hear this, um, it'll be for the October podcast happy hour and it's typically I don't know exactly who's going to um, host it yet but because it's I'm talking a little bit in advance but it's typically the third Friday or Saturday of the month nine nine eastern eight central and five pacific I always say wherever the hell Chris is at but anyways and that's that's me. That's Audrey from um All Tales Pod, Jay from Jay's Quick Three, Tamara, Tamara. I be trying to hold a little girl. I can't. Let me tell you, I be thinking I can sing. I can sing. I feel like I can sing. I, I know I can't I ain't gonna be able to do it like you, but that's okay. I am and let me just tell you this too. I'm the karaoke champ. Why are we talking about okay. it? Okay. For for uh Tamara to the break of dawn's uh 
uh, her little situation that she had last year or earlier this year, I won. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, the the videos and stuff is out there. The links are in the show notes. But any, anyway, <laughs> so Tamara and Chris from uh, Shenanigans with Friends, and we get together again once a month as a collective. We bring a piece of our show to Podcast Happy Hour, typically have a nice um, uh, crafted drink, and we just have a good time. So hope to see you guys there for the October shows. Again, everything is in the show notes. And before we get out of here, I want Great Genius to let us know how we can reach her, where we can find her, any type of or any type of inquiries, anything like that. You can go to greatgenius.com. You can find me on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, G-R-E underscore G-E-N-I-U-S. And I realized I made an error. By the time you hear this, my will be out because it's September 24th, not October. So oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So, so yes, yes. But hit me up, greatgenius.com. And you can find me everywhere for sure. And you're going to hear that song. By the time you listen to this, you're going you're gonna to be rotating already. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I, you know what? I, I can go ahead and play it after this. I can go ahead and play it after this. We can we can get together and I'll make sure it plays after this. Um, okay. and And also, y'all. All her stuff is in the show notes for like the last, I don't know what, year and a half. Like just scroll down. It's it's there. Like I don't even have to, I'm going to put it at the top just because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you're here. But every single um, uh, piece of show notes or whatever, Instagram, all that stuff is, her stuff is in the um, show notes. So it's not yeah. hard to find her at all. Make sure y'all hit up her YouTube and her SoundCloud, all that stuff is linked on her website and enjoy it. She's a fantastic artist. And again, I'm just happy that she's here and proud that she's my sorority sister. I'll be trying to get the stars on here. And yes, yes. Yes. So thanks again. And I want to just say until y'all hear or see me again, peace. Company